Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an All-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. It is early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers, Joe Ostrowski, off for the second straight week. We did talk, though, about the Chicago Bears and myself, Eli Herskovich. I'll get to that in a couple minutes, but again, it is early odds on The Score. Uh, the Score listener line is powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter, and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com and the Tech Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at RosenHyundai.com. Talking sports betting with you for the next hour or so, a little less than an hour before Inside the Clubhouse starts with Matt Spiegel and Bruce Levine from around 9 to 11 here on the score. So Joe is off today and he'll be back on the score. He'll be back on Bet Sweats on Radio.com and the Radio.com app uh, next week, starting on Monday. For the foreseeable future. But I'm in today. Former score producer here at 670 The Score. Talking about the NFL. College football. It's a great weekend to be a sports fan. And also a sports better too to top it off. Ohio State last night dominates Clemson as a 7.5 point dog. Had them plus 7.5. Had a little bit of a sprinkle on the money line too. They win that game outright by three scores. Justin Fields passes for or uh, tosses six touchdown passes. Trevor Lawrence, yeah, plays the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. There were hot takes last night saying that Justin Fields is going to be the number one pick and, and Trevor Lawrence is going to go back to two. That's that's not happening. But either way, a heck of a performance from the Ohio State quarterback. And they played their best game of the year, a by-low spot in a sense for Ohio State, getting over a touchdown against one of the best teams in college football in the past decade, if not the best. Uh, right there with Alabama. And then Alabama, speaking of the Crimson Tide, they truck Notre Dame and the Irish backdoor cover with 54 seconds left in that game on an Ian Book uh, one-yard touchdown run. Just a, a great day if you're a sports better and also just a sports fan, or maybe not so much a sports fan in the in the local area if you're rooting for the Irish. But 
Uh, not only college football this weekend, college basketball today, my bread and butter. We'll get to that later on in the hour. Talk about it a, a bit too with Thomas Gasali. He's going to join me in a couple minutes, the managing editor for sports betting at radio.com sports. And then Teddy Greenstein, former Chicago uh, sports columnist for or college sports columnist for the Chicago Tribune. He's going to join me in about 20 minutes to uh, probably gloat about the Northwestern Wildcats, talk some Pat Fitzgerald, see if he sees him go into the NFL as a head coach, and then college football and, and some NFL as well uh, for t- for today and tomorrow's slate, some bets that he likes, and then wrapping it up with my college basketball and NFL bets for the weekend. Again, if you want to text in at 312-644-6767, uh, that's powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter. And beat the book. Sign up today with the promo code Costos, K-O-S-T-O-S, and get a 15% off discount off your BetQL subscription. And Nick Costos, the the host and host of uh, You Better You Bet, right here will be on uh, You Better You Bet Sunday countdown to kickoff tomorrow from 8 to, ni- 8 to 9 on the score. He'll join me, or he'll, he'll be on the score with uh, Danny Parkins and Ross Tucker to break down the NFL slate for tomorrow's uh, action. And, of course, Nick is on Radio.com and the Radio.com app, just like Joe Ostrowski is on Bet Sweats with Ken Barkley, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 uh, p.m. here in Chicago, breaking down everything sports betting from a national perspective and also touch on the Chicago teams, talking a lot of NBA. They are some of the best NBA bettors I know. So uh, if you haven't checked it out, You Better You Bet. You can follow the show on Twitter at You Better You Bet. And Bet Sweats, you can follow the show that Joe hosts uh, weekdays from 9 to 11 uh, here in Chicago and also nationally on the Radio.com app and Radio.com. You can watch it. You can listen to it. Follow that show at Bet Sweats on Twitter. So Tom Casale going to join me here on uh, the phone line here on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. It is early odds. Joe Ostrowski is off. I'm Eli Herskovich and Thomas Casale at the Tom Casale on Twitter, the managing editor of sports betting for radio.com sports. How are we doing today, Tom? I want to want to know how you celebrated that big Buckeyes win, the plus seven and a half last night. Yeah, that, uh, that game was, uh, <laughs> I had Ohio State uh, plus seven and a half, but I wasn't expecting that. I mean, that was just a demolition. Uh, you know, uh, it's interesting because that's, uh, they have the kind of offense that can give Alabama problems, unlike Notre Dame. So looking forward to that national championship game. Yeah, that line's sitting at seven, seven and a half, Alabama laying it, depending on where you're looking. Any early leans for that game or any bets that you've already placed for the national title game between Ohio State and Bama? I haven't uh, placed a bet yet. I just want to you know, make sure Fields is all ready to go after getting, getting a hit last night. You know, I'm going to take Ohio State in that spot. Uh, Alabama, nobody can really stop Alabama's offense. The you know, if you look at the, the the Florida score was a little bit closer than the game really was. Alabama kind of had control of that game. But Florida is one of the only teams in the country that could threaten Alabama down the field with uh, with their skill position players and Trask at quarterback. So I think Ohio State is another one of those teams that can score with them and keep that game relatively close. Uh, you know, it geez, it's, it's hard to get stops against that Alabama team. You know, Notre Dame got a couple uh, last night that get the backdoor cover, but I do think it's going to be a good game. So if you can get the seven and a half, uh, once we find out Fields is, is ready to roll, then, then I would grab it. And Tom Casale joining me on the Alpamonte Nissan 
uh, Ford Hotline, Alpamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or alpamontenissan.com. So we, we talked about the national title game between Ohio State and Bama. That not taking place for about a week and a half. But the NFL tomorrow, a massive game here in Chicago, Tom. The Bears taking on the Packers, a win in your in scenario, and also a loss in your in. If the Cardinals win, uh, the Bears would be in the playoffs no matter what happens between the Packers and the Bears tomorrow. But I mentioned this earlier. I talked with uh, Joe Ostrowski, who's the host of Early Odds normally on on The Score. Uh, Saturdays, of course, from 8 to 9 right here on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And he mentioned to me that he was a little, you know, I, I might be a little upset at him about something to do with the NFL. And I thought maybe he was going to get up against one of my picks for tomorrow. But he said he bet the Bears last week before the Jaguars game at 200 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Now they're 90 to 1 to win it all on points bet. Of course, friends of the show, check out the points bet sports book at uh, pointsbetsportsbook.com or pointsbet.com. Any any thoughts there? Any initial thoughts as I throw that at you, Tom? The Bears to win the Super Bowl, even at 90-1, to 1, the current price at PointsBet. Yeah, I don't see it, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I, I don't penalize teams for beating bad teams. Like the, the Bears have done what they needed to do. The, they beat the teams on their schedule late in the season. They put themselves in position for the playoffs. I do think they'll get in because I, I think the, it's a lot to ask for the Rams to win that game against the Cardinals this weekend. But in, in terms of their game against the Packers, I don't think I don't have to tell anybody who's listening that Aaron Rodgers has been a thorn on the Bears' side over the years. And being down a couple of defensive backs against this offense – I think it's going to be tough on Sunday. The the Packers just present so many problems. They can run the football. They can throw it with Rodgers. And it's hard to go in there shorthanded. I do think the Bears get in the playoffs. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if they won a game. But I, I don't see them winning the Super Bowl. I just don't think there's enough there uh, for them to make a run like that. Yeah, I will say, to take the other side for a second, 200 to 1, like that's a, that's a big number. And I wouldn't bet yeah, the Bears to yeah. win the Super Bowl at 90 to 1, probably not at 201 either. But to take a long shot, like if you look at the board, Tom, right now at points bet, Dolphins around 80, 90 to 1, the Cardinals at 80 to 1, again, the Bears at 90 to 1. So there isn't really like a, a, a fat number for a team that's pretty intriguing, other than Chicago that has, or other than the Bears that have a defense that tomorrow probably can't stop Aaron Rodgers, who's trying to lock up MVP, even though he's sitting at minus 500. So you don't really want to go against that if you're trying to, you're not going to get any value to bet Rodgers at this point or bet against him. But yeah, I, I I would bet the Packers tomorrow too. I would lay the the five points and I probably wouldn't bet the Bears to win the Super Bowl. But another team that that is in contention to win it all at 20 to one on points bet is the Pittsburgh Steelers at uh, plus eight and a half, sitting at plus eight and a half tomorrow uh, against the Cleveland Browns. They're resting a lot of their starters, including Ben Roethlisberger. That's a Mike Tomlin tradition after locking up their playoff spot and winning the AFC North last week and come back fashion over the Colts. But you like the Steelers as a dog tomorrow uh, on the road to Cleveland with the Browns trying to lock up a playoff spot. Yeah, I do. Uh, and, and here's why. You know, the Steelers uh, win on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they, they present problems. They can get to the passer. And I know, I know some of their starters aren't playing. And this is nothing to get, you know, Mason Rudolph, I don't want him to be my starting quarterback for 16 games. But it, it, as a backup quarterback, you know, he's not that bad. So 
I think there's so much pressure on the Browns and these organizations like Cleveland when they get all this pressure on them, and now you're laying almost 10 points uh, to a pretty talented Steelers team, even starting some backups. And plus, you know, Tomlin hates Cleveland. So I don't think this is a game they're going to roll over. You know, last year, the Steelers were in a similar spot where the Ravens rested uh, a lot of their starters and the Steelers got blown out in that game. Uh, because the the Ravens backups were still were are, are some of the best in the league. I look at Pittsburgh and I think the same thing. I just think this is a bit of an overreaction on the number. Again, all the pressure is going to be on Baker Mayfield and Cleveland. The and the Steelers' rush defense and their defense overall hasn't been the same the last couple of weeks. So I, I think even though it's the Steelers' backups, I think Tomlin's going to want to go in on the playoffs on a high note. I think they're going to play hard. This, to me, looks like a low-scoring type of game. Eight and a half, just too many. I like Pittsburgh uh, tomorrow. Yeah, no, I remember that spot last year, too, with the Steelers going in to Baltimore and and covering that number. So, uh, good memory there. And and looking at one more game that you like tomorrow, Tama, again, it is early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Joe Ostrowski, off myself, Eli Herskovich, and joined by Tom Casali at the Tom Casali on Twitter, the managing editor of sports betting for radio.com sports. You like Las Vegas tomorrow uh, on the road in Denver, laying the two and a half. Uh, why are you uh, back in Derek Carr and the Raiders who have fallen off the map, especially after last Saturday's collapse against Miami? Yeah, the you know, if you look at these two teams uh, since Gruden got there the last couple of years, uh, what the Raiders do offensively is given Denver problems with that big offensive line and running the football. Jacobs has had uh, two big games against them out of the three that he's played. So th- to me, when I look at these teams, I, I-, I make uh, uh, the Raiders a-, a bigger favorite here. I, I just think, yeah, the- they've lost some games coming down the stretch, but to me, uh, D- Denver is uh, their defense can be can be exploited by what the Raiders do offensively. Uh, you know, I know a lot of people are going to be watching this game because the uh, Raider, Raiders over under is seven and a half for their win total, and they had seven about six months ago and haven't been able to get that one more win. I think they get it here. I think they get to eight and eight, and they cover the two and a half points. So, Tom, not only at, at Radio.com Sports and also BetQL.com do we have NFL betting coverage, but we also have college football uh, sports betting coverage. So uh, what do you guys have cooking this weekend over at Radio.com for uh, pro football, college football, college basketball, too? Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff up there. If you go if you go to the what, Radio.com website, go to sports betting. Uh, we have all the NFL plays, uh, the bowl stuff. Uh, you know, we're, we're, and we're going to have more coming. We're going to have NBA, college basketball. We just got started a couple weeks ago with the with the staff and everybody in place. So make sure you check it out. We'll have every sport covered uh, with a betting slant for sure. No doubt. And for college football today, I know you have a bet in maybe a, a breakdown too. Although I don't know if you'll be writing today, but uh, Indiana at Ole Miss that line all the way up to I believe Indiana laying nine and a half. You got this. So what, you have 15 points or so of closing line value, CLV, as the cool kids call it on the streets, for this Indiana Ole Miss game, right? Yeah, I talked about this one last week when we were discussing bowls, and at the time it was six and a half. Uh, but then the SEC went out and started playing bowl games. So I guess uh, I guess people have seen enough. But now I've seen it nine and a half, ten uh, last night. Yeah, If you don't want to lay that number with Indiana, because I love Indiana here, 
Uh, Ole Miss, one of only two teams that give up 500 yards uh, per game of offense in bowls. The other one was North Texas. They got blown out of the water. Uh, Indiana, uh, just a much better overall team. Look at the Indiana team total if you don't want to lay the points. I think Indiana will do whatever they want to do offensively and one of the most underrated defenses in college football. So I think they win this game rather easily. I know the line has, has gotten out of whack there, but the I like Indiana minus the points and I like the over the team total. And sticking with the Big Ten for a second, too, I know Northwestern's game was yesterday. They won and covered against Auburn, I believe, closing as around three-and-a-half-point favorites. But you came on the score, what, in uh, around Thanksgiving here on Early Odds with me, and you were pumping up Pat's Cats and Pat Fitzgerald and Northwestern. So they cover again for you yesterday. Why don't you just spin a little O'Day uh, to your Northwestern Wildcats for uh, cashing another ticket for you this season and probably and probably the last one that you'll bet on Northwestern because they're losing a lot of their pieces defensively. And that was my biggest bowl play of the, of the season was Northwestern. I just thought it was a terrible spot for Auburn with everything going on. And then you play that a team like Northwestern, it's like getting a root canal uh, playing that defense. <laughs> so I, I just thought that was a great spot with Northwestern. Uh, uh, just, a, uh, you know, Pat Fitzgerald, to me, uh, one of the top five college football coaches, gets the most out of his talent. Yeah, you're going to have, listen, when you when you coach at Northwestern, you're going to have a couple years like you had last year. You know, cause you got to. You have those years where you're, you guys are younger. You might not have a quarterback. But overall, what he's done at Northwestern is just astonishing to me. You know, I said on Twitter, I can't believe a team like USC hasn't come to Evanston with a blank check for Pat Fitzgerald yet. But uh, one of the gr- great college coaches and a team that's made me a lot of money this year. And I know you're going to be trying to make some money, Tom, on college basketball. Big card, the biggest Saturday college basketball card of the season Illinois taking on Purdue later today. They're eight and a half point home favorites. I also know you kind of like a local team ish, a Missouri team going up against Arkansas, maybe not super local, but still in the Midwest. And they're around six and a half point dogs, man. I was surprised to see that line go the other way, but Arkansas might be missing a key for Justin Smith and Indiana transfer. Speaking of the Indiana Hoosiers. So you like Mizzou today. Why? I'm with you. I'm surprised the number is this high. I don't know if it's an overreaction of what Tennessee did to Missouri. But, you know, keep in mind, Tennessee is the new Virginia. They're going to make a lot of teams look bad. So I, I wouldn't penalize that team the following game. The you know Tennessee just does things to you defensively that maybe only Baylor can do right now. So, you know, Missouri's coming off a bad loss, but you know, you look at this Arkansas team, the Auburn is a young team. They're starting to play better now. Uh, Arkansas just beat them, but they, they play the same style. They play fast. They went up and down the court with them. That's Arkansas's game. Missouri's going to slow that pace down. Uh, they guard the three point line, which Arkansas likes to shoot uh, 21st in the three point field goal percentage defense. The, so I just think if you look at Arkansas's schedule, they haven't really played anyone. And now you're playing a tough matchup in Missouri who's going to present a lot of problems with pace. Uh, they, they, can, they can get down low. They can rebound. So I think this is going to be a close, close game. I'm surprised the number six and a half, but uh, I jumped on that, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if Missouri wins that game outright. Yeah, I know, no, you, man. You'll have a little uh, money line sprinkle on Missouri. Oh, There's yeah. no doubt about yep. that. Anything else? Uh, about 30 seconds, Tom. Anything else you like in college basketball today? 
Well, in honor of the Patriot League, my favorite conference uh, to bet starting <laughs> today, um, give me Lafayette over Lehigh. It's either minus one, plus one. It's just right around pick them. Uh, I'm going with the Leopards today, Lafayette. Well, I'm not laughing at you, but I'm sure a lot of our listeners in Chicago are. That is Tom Casale at the Tom Casale on Twitter, managing editor of sports betting for radio.com sports. And go check out BetQL and radio.com sports for everything you need sports betting wise. And Tom, always appreciate talking to you. And we'll talk, I'm sure we'll text later today about some college hoops. All right. Thanks for having me on. It is early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station broadcasting live from the Alpamani Nissan studio and, of course, brought to you by Alpamani Nissan and Melrose Park on North Avenue or Alpamonte or APNissan.com, that is. Joe Ostrowski off, Eli Herskovich, myself in. And coming up next, we'll talk to a local guy, Teddy Greenstein, former Chicago Tribuner and now the senior editor for PointsBet Sportsbook. Friends of the show, Teddy joins me next to break down college football and some NFL. His Jets might be taking the quarterback that dominated uh, the Clemson defense last night. And Pat Fitzgerald, is he on the move to the NFL? All things sports betting, too, with Teddy Greenstein coming up next on Early Odds on the Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station. Joe Ostrowski off, myself, Eli Herskovich, in, former score producer, now the executive producer of sports betting. Our shows at radio.com sports. You better you bet from 3 to 7 here in Chicago. And Bet Sweats with Joe Ostrowski, of course. He'll be back on tomorrow 
or Monday, that is, it's Saturday, from 9 to 11 uh, a.m. again here, Chicago time. And now it's time to talk some college football and NFL with Teddy Greenstein, the senior editor for the Points Bet Sportsbook and former Chicago Tribuner. Teddy, your Jets might might have got themselves a quarterback <laughs> last night with Justin Fields, man. How are we doing today? What is up, Eli? I know it's very confusing to try to figure out what day it is, uh, what day it is on the calendar as well. Um, we do have a little college football today, but that really was, uh, to me, was shocking. And I'm kind of upset with myself that I had that game totally wrong. I thought it was going to be all about Clemson. And instead, Justin Fields, he, of course, looked like the first pick in the draft. So uh, I'm feeling better about the Jets in the number two spot. Earlier I was because I was thinking, all right, trade it down and get Devontae Smith. Um, but uh, Justin looked unbelievable. And how about the toughness after taking that shot to the, the ribs or wherever that was? Yeah, that touchdown pass right afterwards, like a couple plays after, and then the possession after, just throwing a dart, and you could tell he was in so much pain. And we'll get back to Fields in a second, but I yeah. saw your tweet yesterday about your Heisman vote, and I'm not going to – you know, I won't spoil it for anybody that this did on Twitter, but you mentioned Devonta <laughs> Smith, and he's going up against Ohio State next weekend. Yeah. More importantly, for, for local fans here in Chicago, Notre Dame got smacked pretty much. They backdoored yeah. against Alabama yesterday. But, but your perspective on that game, Teddy, overall Alabama laying it down on the Irish. Yeah, the only – quote-unquote correct pick in that game was the under because that was the one that uh, did not come close. I mean, I still think if, if they play 10 times, uh, um, Alabama covers probably seven. So uh, Notre Dame did bring a little holiday cheer to its betters at least, but otherwise, just what a boring game. I, I mean, that just felt like uh, it, it was tedious watching that. And look, I mean, Notre Dame had a great season. Um, let, let's think about the North Carolina game. Let's think about, you know, going in on the road and just absolutely strangling the life out of a great offense with the Tar Heels. Um, Notre Dame, you know, was great until the final two games. And then it's the same old story. And I'm glad I'm not writing it because these stories get boring. It was like, you know, 20 years of writing about Northwestern basketball not making the tournament. Now it feels <laughs> like 20 years of writing about Notre Dame's postseason failures. And um, just not enough athletes on the outside and, uh, you know, I said I tweeted at one point like these guys need Tim Brown. I, I mean, they need they need you know they they need they need the third and fourth best Alabama wide receivers to have a chance against Alabama. So uh, that game was drudgery, uh, but it certainly was uh, still a very good season for Notre Dame. I don't know if uh, rational people are going to say that, but I will. All right, we'll give it to you. And uh, of course, Alabama who knocked them off, like I mentioned yesterday. Uh, laying seven in the national title game. Ohio State plus 215 on the money line on the points bet sportsbook. Total of 76. So you mentioned the underhitting uh, yesterday in Alabama, Notre Dame. We'll touch on the total in a second. But your early thoughts, Teddy, on the spread with, again, Alabama laying the seven. I mean, early on, my, my hands are in the air. I, I got to think about this one because uh, everything I thought I knew about Clemson and Ohio State was off. I mean, look. I picked Ohio State last year to be Clemson, and the Buckeyes were way better uh, than Clemson last year. Obviously, there were some there were some bad calls, some bad breaks, and some drops by J.K. Dobbins in the game last year. You know, this year I, I was just affected by the fact that Ohio State was so mediocre against Indiana and Northwestern, and Justin Fields threw a bunch of picks in those games, and um, I just thought this is just flat out not one of Ohio State's better teams. Clemson is peaking at the right time, just drubbed Notre Dame, clearly got overly affected by, you know, recency bias. And 
Um, the thing that made me wary, of course, was the intangibles, was the fact that Dabo had been dumb enough to pick Ohio State 11th and the fact that, you know, Ohio State, it was a rivalry uh, after last year, a revenge game, and the fact that uh, Clemson didn't have its play caller. And in the end, I, I think all those things mattered. Um, Ohio State was the superior team, went in more hungry, and Justin Fields, you know, showed the world that, in terms of uh, a college quarterback, he might have had uh, the best game of anybody all year. No doubt. And speaking of Justin Fields, speaking of this Ohio State offense, again, that total 76, and you mentioned a little bit of recency bias in terms of just college football overall right now. Is there recency bias going into this total a little bit, especially if Fields isn't healthy? Well, that's a good question. Now, I had thought that Fields was maybe not fully healthy going into this one. Um, you know, there were some rumblings that after that Northwestern game, he wasn't all there. Kind of like when Kyler Murray isn't totally healthy, and that really affects the, the, the scores and outcomes in those games. So, but th- this really, to me, it, it just looked like a bad bruise. And, uh, you know, Ohio State has all the medical technology in the world, I think, to, to get Justin well. So as long as there's not something there that we didn't know about, um, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, and, but now you're getting me worried, Eli. Do you know something about Justin Fields that I don't? I don't think so. I was I was leading out <laughs> you there. But if you don't think so, then I think we're all clear and all systems go to bet the over, uh, over 76 of that game. I'm sure it's going to get steamed up a little bit. But, Teddy, staying in the Big Ten, your Northwestern Wildcats, man, they cover yeah. once again against Auburn yesterday in the Citrus Bowl. And Pat Fitzgerald, the big question, of course, in Chicago is, maybe not to the Bears, but is he on the move? Possibly to the Lions? Well, first of all, thankfully, I have a site that allows me to bet uh, Northwestern. Um, because, you know, as you and I always, uh, Rue, we're very upset that uh, Pritzker and, and Josh Whitman and all these <laughs> people have uh, combined to get together to disallow us to bet on Northwestern in Illinois on points bet. And uh, all the sites, you know, the major sites. But, yeah, Northwestern really – I tell you what, that, there's a moment in that game when they're up 14-13 and that offense is doing nothing. And I'm just hoping, my God, there's like 10 minutes left in the third, and I was hoping there was 10 seconds left in the fourth. It looked desperate, but Peyton, uh, Peyton Ramsey opened stuff up with that 30-yard touchdown run, and then you know the offensive line at Camp Porter took over. That was beautiful. You know, I, look, I've known about this Lions thing for a, Lions thing for a couple weeks, and I give it absolutely no weight whatsoever. Um, yeah, they're dying to have him, and um, I'm sure they they throw whatever he wants monetarily, pretty much, but. It, it makes no sense to me. I mean, if Fitz is going to leave his dream job of Northwestern, it's going to be to take his other dream job of the Chicago Bears. I just don't think anything else is conceivable. And that's why, you know, it's great to see this this late-season Bears charge. Uh, and I hope they do well against Green Bay. I feel like as long as they don't get blown out the door, uh, the Bears have to bring Nagy back, and then this is all a moot point. No doubt, and we'll get to the Bears in the NFL in a second, but if you go to if you go to the PointsBet Sportsbook at PointsBet.com, IllPointsBet.com uh, right now, you can check out Teddy Greenstein's Booster of the Week and looking at a little Mississippi-Indiana action today. Uh, so why don't you explain that booster, Teddy, and your thoughts on Ole Miss and Indiana? Yeah, I mean, one of the coolest parts of this job, Eli, is that they let me create bets. So the first one I did yesterday was a name a bet. And I did Heisman themed. So it was Devontae Smith. Uh, would he, uh, his receiving touchdowns uh, versus Lamar Jackson uh, passing touchdowns against the Bengals? And I ended up, uh, you know, Smith uh, is like plus 140. 
So, um, yeah, he, he ended up with three receiving touchdowns yesterday. So he's looking pretty good for that bet unless Lamar really lights it up in the sky. So there's that one that's fun. And then my booster of the week is uh, Wap Fillier scoring a touchdown and Indiana winning its uh, bowl game today against Ole Miss. That is boosted from plus 110 to plus 140. So uh, I did it uh, partially just because Wap is such a cool name. The Hoosiers have had a great season. Uh, we are in the state of Indiana, as you well know. Uh, so hopefully uh, Watt has a big game. Indiana scores a bunch. They're, they're giving uh, nine, nine and a half to Ole Miss, and uh, we got that boosted up. You get almost one and a half on your money if that one hits. No doubt, and don't only go to points bet to check out that booster, but also bet on some college football in the NFL and college basketball tomorrow, and we'll get to maybe some Northwestern Wildcats college basketball yes. in a second. I want to talk to you about that, but uh, the Chicago Bears, Teddy, taking on the Packers, you mentioned that game. Packers laying the five, the not a lot of vig, not a lot of juice on on points bet. They give you the best odds for the Bears, and right now you can get the Bears at plus five at minus one hundred five, and it's sitting at minus one ten at most books. So, will you be betting on the Chicago sure. Bears tomorrow in kind of a must win game, depending on the the Cardinals Rams result for their playoff hopes? You know, before the previous Packers Bears game, I was talking to uh, a guy who I consider very knowledgeable about the Bears, and he was steering me toward the Bears. He was saying, "Oh, as long as you tease it up to thirteen and a half, you're good." Yada yada. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, I, I felt like he went like thirty for thirty passing in that game. Um, you know, it, it's like a it's like a seven on seven drill whenever he's playing the Bears. So about midway through the first quarter, I was like. Why did this guy talk me into taking the Bears against Aaron Rodgers? I'm never going to do that for the rest <laughs> of my life. I don't care if Aaron Rodgers is 73 years old going up against the Chicago Bears. So I am not taking the Bears. Um, I'm going to go with most of the public. I called up our data so far, and we've got uh, 80% of the action on the Packers, although it's certainly early. I'm going to be on the Packers. Um you know, it, it's a game that as long as the Packers need to win it, um, you know, f- for home field purposes, they're going to come out really fired up. And Aaron Rodgers is on his revenge tour. So obviously the Bears have looked better lately. It's great to see. I, I mean, obviously we live here, Eli. I, I, I'm now in the mode. I can just kind of root for all the Chicago teams to do well. It's more exciting that way. It's more <laughs> fun for all of us. Um, the Bears have given us some joy over the last few weeks. But I, I think it's just against inferior teams. And I think the Packers are going to take them down. Yeah, no doubt. Texans, Vikings in the mix, Jaguars last week. So Bears haven't played anybody, and Devonta Smith might be the best player in college football like we were discussing with Alabama, and Devontae Adams definitely maybe the best wide receiver in the NFL. And uh, one last game I want to hit on for the NFL, along with maybe some of your other NFL bets for this weekend, but the Jets, man, not a not a big yeah. game from a from a playoff perspective. Of course, the Patriots missing the playoffs for the first time in a while, but Jets are three-point dogs, I believe, tomorrow at points bet against the Pats. Any 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 uh, bets on that game for you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've feasted this year by fading the Jets, um, so, so certainly did well in the first you know, 10, 12, 13 weeks. And then something got into these guys. Obviously, should have beaten the Raiders, um, and then uh, you know broke my heart by uh, by winning a couple weeks ago. That was that, that was just awful when they they beat the Rams. But now I'm actually taking some pride in the Jets. I mean, look, it's not going to be the first pick. It's going to go to Jacksonville. Um, second pick still looks pretty good. A little two game winning streak. And to me, like the Jets money line this week is is very very attractive. So. As you mentioned, Eli, I mean, the juice is lower, so we got a minus 105 on both sides of this if you want to go spread. But if you want to go money line, plus 135, 
I mean, New England just looked like it. It obviously totally checked out last week. Um, you know, Belichick, I think, is smart enough to uh, to try to play for a better draft pick. So uh, I think the Jets are the play uh, in that one. And, and before you ask me another question, man, at some point i got to turn the tables on you. I want to ask you how you come up with the, these good college hoops picks, man. I want to I hear how you which, – what your formula and system is if you're willing to devise it. The process comes out in about 10 minutes, Teddy, so stay tuned. You'll get the college basketball breakdown at around 8.45 on the score. Teddy Greenstein on the score hotline brought to you by the Alpamonte Nissan uh, out in Melrose Park. Alpamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or apnissan.com. And, and Teddy, we'll get to college basketball right now. And Northwestern is 3-1 and one in Big Ten play, man. I'm surprised. I didn't expect this for, from them this season. Yeah. Boo Booey is a really underrated point guard, not only in the Big Ten, but overall in college basketball. And can Northwestern keep this thing going? They're not really a, a betting thing to discuss today but, or from a betting perspective. But long term, are you bullish still on the Wildcats to make the tournament for the first time in about five years? Eli, this has been just so glorious because totally unexpected. Um you know, I'm one, as one of the sports writers then, I was asked to, to predict the Big Ten, and I put Northwestern 12th and felt like a total homer because nobody else had them better than 13th, and most people had them 14th behind Nebraska. You know, we knew this was going to be a, a year where Chris probably had to show some improvement after some down years, and it turns out, you know, his faith in Miller Cop is exactly right. Miller Cop is, is the best shooter in the Big Ten. At one point, he was, I think he's like 57% from three. Boo Booey is erratic. You know, he has games where he looks like uh, he's kind of a playground legend where he's just kind of flinging it as soon as he passes half court. And he's in general kind of more in control than he has been. What's cool about this Northwestern team is that, like, you know, when Bill Carmody's teams were good, they were winning 52 to 49, and, and there were some nice victories. But Chris has always wanted to play high tempo. You know, he was a shooter. He was a scorer. He had that mentality. And even when they're not winning now, uh, they're scoring a bunch of points. So I think Stuart Mandel uh, at The Athletic put it very, very well. When he saw the rankings come out and he saw that Northwestern was one ahead of Duke last week, he said, I want everything in 2020 to, excuse me, he, he, I want everything in 2021 to be different except for college basketball because of the concept that Northwestern was going to end the 2020 calendar year ranked higher than Duke obviously would have been laughable. <laughs> um, but beating Michigan State, Indiana, and Ohio State was a hell of a run. And can they keep it going? The problem is, look who they play. I mean, next three games, Michigan, Illinois, Ohio State, Iowa, it's an absolute gauntlet. So let's hope they can stay healthy and, uh, yeah, put it together and keep winning games. I'm not super sold on this Michigan team tomorrow, Teddy. So I will say that about Northwestern. I do give them a fighter's chance. They're probably going to be around seven or eight-point dogs on the road tomorrow uh, against the Wolverines. But one last question I want to ask you about college basketball. Obviously, former Chicago or a college sports writer for the Chicago Tribune and the fighting Illini. Uh, playing really well of late. Iota Sumu taking over games, dominated against Indiana down the stretch, a Chicago product himself. Thoughts today on uh, Illinois-Purdue. That line down from 8.5 to 8. I know we can't bet on it, unfortunately, at least legally (laughs) in the state. Maybe you can, wherever you're betting off to, uh, besides points bet, of course. But uh, is is Illinois a national title contender to yours? Is their defense holding them back a bit from that level right now? Yeah, I mean, you certainly didn't like to see the loss to Missouri and, and giving up uh, 81 points. And 
you know, the, the, the first one uh, against Baylor was excusable because Baylor is uh, a Final Four team. Uh, giving up 91 uh, to Rutgers, that was that was overtime, right? Was that was that extra Illinois Rutgers? I think it was regulation. Um, oh, I think it was regulation. Well, that's uh, yeah, that's not good. Rutgers scored 54 in the second half of that game. Not good. But uh, you know, I try not to overreact to college basketball in December. I mean, if we did that, we'd never be picking Michigan State for the Final Four because you know, traditionally, Tom Izzo tries to load up the difficult opponents early on and you know he wants those to be sort of teaching moments it's it's different this year in that there's so few non-conference games but yeah i mean illinois has has got everything you need to be a final four team uh i i think uh, coburn is better on the inside i think he's better finishing this year and what a gift that uh, that io decided to come back i mean at one point i would have put about a five percent chance on that i have one illinois fan brock renner who uh you know he was telling me all along he's going to come back you know, they're going to convince him that this is the, the best guard draft in years. And uh, Underwood did that, stuck with it, and Io came back. And um, absolutely, this is a, another fun team to watch. I can't wait for January 7th, Thursday, Illinois at Northwestern, man. That could be uh, that could be a great one. Yeah, a little revenge game for Northwestern after getting, not blown out, but uh, I think a loss by double digits last year. Alan Griffin went off in that game, transferred mm-hmm. away from Illinois. But uh, no doubt about it, Illinois sitting at 12-1 to 1 at points bet if you want to drive outside the state of Illinois to bet them, or you can also bet their game later today against Purdue if you want to, again, drive out to Indiana or Iowa to make that bet. I'd be fighting a lot. Teddy Greenstein, at Teddy Greenstein on Twitter, the senior editor for the Points Bet Sportsbook. Man, really appreciate the time. Always good catching up with you. Eli, always a pleasure, and needless to say, I will be listening at 845 (laughs) when you reveal how you're making my wallet so fat on these college basketball games. Love that. Good catching up with you, Teddy. See you, buddy. Teddy Greenstein of the Chicago, or not of the Chicago Tribune, used to be of the Chicago Tribune, and now of the PointsBet Sportsbook, the senior editor over at PointsBet. So Teddy was hyping up my college basketball plays. Hopefully that's not a, a, a bad omen for today. Uh, I'll touch on some of my NFL plays, college basketball plays. It is early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago's sports station broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Coming up next, mention those plays, mention those bets. I'll give them to you. Uh, Coming up here on Early Odds on The Score. Just true this song, driving into to work here on the store on the score. Adam Studzinski dropping the beats on 670 the score, a little corny there, but bringing it back on early odds on 670 the score and 670 the score.com. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate that. And uh broadcasting live from the score Hyundai Studios brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. Joe Strowski is off. Myself, Eli Herskovich, former score producer now. The executive producer of sports betting, our sports betting shows over at radio.com sports. You better, you bet. And Sunday countdown to kickoff. That's coming up tomorrow on the score from eight to nine. And also bet sweats. Joe Ostrowski hosts that show host nights here on the score. He's up. He's back on Monday from nine to 11 here in Chicago on radio.com and the radio.com app. You can check that out wherever you get your sports betting shows and also your sports betting podcast. Make sure to subscribe and follow Bet Sweats on Twitter and follow You Better You Bet as well with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. A lot of a lot of you are familiar with Nick's voice as you hear him on a lot of these NFL shows from a national level and some exciting NFL playoff shows coming your way as well. Little tease there for you. 
And I've been teasing my college basketball and NFL bets for a lot of this show. Teddy wanted to get that out of me in the last 10 minutes or so, but got to save it for now. So I'll get to my college basketball plays in a, in a second. But starting off with the NFL, the Bears taking on the Packers tomorrow and going, going over some Bears playoff scenarios. So they need the they need a win tomorrow to be in. That's one way the Bears can get into the playoffs. Just win outright against the Packers as five-point dogs around plus 200 on the money line, and you're in. Or if the Rams beat the Cardinals without Jared Goff, the Bears are in no matter uh, what. If they beat the Packers or if they lose to the Packers, the Bears would be in the playoffs as the number seven seed. They could get the number six seed if they beat the Packers and the Rams beat the Cardinals. And there are uh, three teams they would face, regardless if they have the uh, seven or six seed in the NFC playoff picture with the expanded playoff format this season. Packers, Saints, or Seahawks, a scenario for each of the three. As a number seven seed, the Bears, if the Bears win, they would play the, and a Bears win and a Cardinals loss, that is, they would play the Seahawks or Saints. If Seattle wins, uh, that is, they would play the Saints if the Saints lose, or they could match up uh, against Seattle as well in a different scenario. And then if they're the number six seed with a Bears win and a Cardinals loss, they could face either of those three teams too. So you could get, Packers and Bears back-to-back games and kind of reminds me of, well, not that scenario, but it reminds me of if the Bears were to face the Packers in the NFC Championship game going back to 2010 when the Packers needed a win in Week 17 to get into the NFL playoffs, the NFC playoffs. They win that game and then they go on to beat the Bears in the NFC Championship game when Jay Cutler went down. This Bears defense not nearly as good, but I would not advise betting the Bears tomorrow. I know I mentioned Joe Ostrowski has a Bears Super Bowl ticket, still a shot for the Bears to get in if they lose and the Cardinals uh, lose as well. But I would lean towards the Packers, not going to place a bet myself on the game, most likely unless more money comes in on the Bears tomorrow. But you look at the Bears' last three wins overall, and you have the Texans, the Vikings, and the Jaguars. And you go up against the Packers team with an MVP and Aaron Rodgers sitting at minus 500 on the points bet sportsbook. And the best wide receiver, wide receiver in the NFL with a, a secondary that can't really match up unless you double, and then you don't really have uh, a, a ton of great options to match up with the rest of the Packers receiving core. Big Bob Tanyan, Robert Tanyan, I don't, I don't know if the Bears are able to cover him uh, well tomorrow. Yeah, well, not feeling it, Adam, because I'll be most likely, or at least leaning towards the Packers. Nah, we're not we're not feeling it today, man. Not, not doing it. Not taking the Bears as much as you want to play. Duh, Bears. Man, I haven't said that in a long time, and another corny line by me. But on to the rest of the NFL card. Uh, The Texans as seven-and-a-half-point dogs. I do like Houston getting seven-and-a-half against the Titans tomorrow, getting over a touchdown. J.J. Watt called called out his team last week for the loss to the Bengals, and I think Houston bounces back and keeps this thing within a score. Remember, they lost in overtime on the road in Nashville. We're up in that game late before the Titans backdoored and ended up uh, officially covering that game in overtime. So on to the college basketball card. A big college basketball slate here to discuss on early odds on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. Joe Ostrowski off, myself, Eli Herskovich in a ton of bets, or at least for me so far this season. I usually like to keep it light, uh, just looking at the market and trying to read teams because a lot of teams have been off for COVID. Just trying to gauge uh, from a just from a betting perspective, trying to find the most value and trying to get a read on some of these teams that haven't played a ton. But we're at the point in the season where I can start 
laying down some uh, bigger bets and some some more bets. Uh, just looking at a, a massive card today in college basketball. My first bet is going to be Kentucky laying the one and a half against Mississippi State. If Kentucky's bigs can stay out of foul trouble, Olivier Saar, Wake Forest transfer, probably not familiar to you in Chicago if you're not a big college basketball fan, but a buy low spot for Kentucky against a Mississippi State team that's coming off a, a heck of a shooting performance against Georgia, another overvalued team to begin the season when we talk about value and a, a, a really good value spot from a from a buy low perspective with the Wildcats laying one and a half. And that line is sitting at two and a half of other books. So make sure to shop around and get the best of the best of the number on Kentucky. Another early tip game, I believe Kentucky tips off at 11 here in Chicago and Missouri, kind of a local team, Midwest team, the very least. Uh, they're plus six and a half against Arkansas. I'm shocked that that number has moved towards Arkansas. Justin Smith, Indiana transfer for the Hogs. Might be out for this game. I would lean towards him being out. So I think there's some value. I have no idea why this number is moving towards Arkansas. Probably just because of their undefeated start. And Missouri got smacked by Tennessee. Tom Casale, the managing editor of Radio.com Sports for the Sports Betting Vertical. He mentioned that he'll be on Mizzou as well. Uh, And and again, a Tennessee defense that was able to stymie that Mizzou offense. But uh, Missouri, from a buy-low perspective, similar to Kentucky, losing uh, against Tennessee and a close game against Bradley, but that Bradley team has won back-to-back Missouri Valley Conference tournaments. So I, I don't really take much of that loss or take much of that uh, take much out of that one-point win for Mizzou and a perimeter defense that can also slow down a, an Arkansas team that likes to shoot it from three. So Kentucky minus one and a half, Missouri plus six and a half, Alabama. Let's stay in the SEC. I like the Crimson Tide getting ten and a half. Sitting still ten and a half at some books, uh, down to nine and a half at others. But uh, I would still take the points there at nine and a half, or maybe wait to clo- till closer to tip to get the ten if it goes back up. So similar to Missouri, the market is is high on Tennessee after that big win over the Tigers on the road. But Alabama to be showed a lot of defensive improvements going back to that Ole Miss game on Wednesday. And if you want to play to the opposite of what Tennessee wants to do. This is why I like taking big dogs in college basketball, but you have to have a good read on a game and a good read on a team because in order for an upset to happen or at least a team to cover a big number, that's, let's be honest, Alabama not as good defensively as Tennessee, who's probably a a top five team, especially defensively, if not the best defensive team right now in college basketball. You have to play an opposite style of of, uh, tempo. And Alabama wants to push the floor. Tennessee wants to slow you down a ton. So if Alabama's bigs can challenge Tennessee on the glass, which I think they can, Javon Quinterly, a Villanova transfer going back to a couple of years back, Alabama wants to shoot it as well from three. And Tennessee, that's probably their biggest defensive deficiency is perimeter defense. So I like Alabama getting the 10.5, even down to 9.5. But try to wait to see if you can get a 10 or a 10.5 closer to tip for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm also on St. Bonaventure. Going up against Richmond today, that line opened at six and a half. I got that number, but still like it down to five and a half. Probably wait to see if money comes back in on Richmond, but some injuries for that Spiders team. And St. Bonaventure has a ton of experience coming back. If you're looking for a mid-major conference to follow, it is the Atlantic uh, 10, the A-10, because Richmond, uh, St. Louis, 
St. Bonaventure. All these teams are very sound. And then one last pick I want to give out here is a lean, potentially a play with Rutgers getting three and a half, three against Iowa. Ron Harper Jr., the son of former Bulls guard, Ron Harper is questionable for this game. But if he plays, I will most likely be on Rutgers. And also, Rutgers sitting at 90 to 1 to win the national title on PointsBet Sportsbook. Go check that out at PointsBet Sportsbook and PointsBet.com. It's been fun filling in for Joe Ostrowski and a big thanks to, of course, Mitch Rosen for letting me fill in for Joe, Adam Studzinski for producing, and Teddy Greenstein and Thomas Casali, of course, Teddy from PointsBet and Thomas Casali from Radio.com Sports for joining me, Eli Herskovich here on Early Odds on the score uh, talking sports betting with you for the last hour. It's been a ton of fun. So uh, check out You Better You Bet tomorrow from 8 to 9. Check out Inside the Clubhouse coming up next year uh, from 9 to 11. And then it's DePaul basketball. My alma mater taking on the St. John's Red Storm. Of course, you can't bet on that game in the state, but you can listen to it here on The Score. It's been early odds on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.